Well, what's up, everybody? Hope you guys are having a good day. Hope you guys are staying safe, washing your hands, practicing social distancing, everything else the government is telling us to do. Staying home. That's the big one. That's the big one. Staying home. Stay home, y'all. I'm sitting here actually holding my little baby girl. She's like almost three months old. Um, We've been fighting her for the last hour, maybe three hours, actually. Yeah. To fall asleep and she hasn't until Just right so we can record. now, right now. We've been sitting at the microphone for the last half hour trying to record and she just has eaten three bottles. And so she's asleep now. So this is good. But just want to let you guys know, if you guys hear a little noise, you hear a little baby sound, it wasn't me. <laughs> All right. It, it was Brooklyn Eve. I'm holding her right now. So anyway, also another thing I hope you guys are practicing is social distancing. You know, actually, that's what we're going to be talking about today, because this thing is getting real, like almost to the point where I think we're even getting afraid of people. Right. Totally. Um, we wanted to just kind of really share our hearts of how we're feeling with all that's going on. And social distancing is a huge thing. First of all, it's like phrase of 2020. I, first of all, I had never heard of this phrase before this year, and it is probably the most used phrase in the first three months of 2020. We are- It has to hit a record. Yo, we are about to make history in this time, this generation. Kids will read about this 20 years from now in history books of- Totally. 2020, the global pandemic and social distancing. That's the first time that's ever hit the map like this. It's, it's crazy. Insane. Yeah, the other day I went for a bike ride just to get by myself a little bit. And um, I was riding on the street and I went to go, I was headed to run an errand to the bank. So I jumped on the sidewalk really quickly and there was this homeless man on the sidewalk with me. So I'm coming up behind him. He's walking the same direction as me. So I'm coming up to his back and I tried to ring my bell and it didn't work. So I tried to- Let me to just insert there. I'm uh, okay. For me, I'm oh, yeah. part of the bike riding community. <laughs> He's going to be mad at me, I guys. I take offense <laughs> to whenever I see someone riding their bike on the sidewalk. I know someone's <laughs> listening to this right now and you Sometimes just got offended. it just feels safer. It's actually proven to be more dangerous to ride your bike on it. the sidewalk. But I only was doing it for one block so I could hit the bank. Okay, okay. Because it was on that side Continue of the with your little weak story. Anyways, so coming up behind this man, I'm trying to ring my bell. Finally, my bell rings. But the gentleman just froze. He didn't go to the left. He didn't go to the right. And I just roll up on him on my bike. Now, granted, I was really, really slow because he wasn't moving and I saw he wasn't moving. So I was basically, he touched my bike. Like, that's how close we got. And Dang, he touched your bike? Bro, I have to You didn't to tell, tell me you, that. You didn't tell me he touched your bike, though. I was cringing Did on the inside. Did you wipe your bike off? No. And not because he was homeless. Did you wipe your bike off? Because that's what we're doing right now in America. Everybody's wiping everything off. They've been no, wiping their face off with I Lysol wipes. I was literally terrified. Like, in my head, all I kept thinking was, please don't touch me. Please don't touch me. Please don't touch me. And here's the crazy thing. And is he said, he was like, you're right. You're right. And in my head, I was like, no, I'm not because you're too close to me. Like, that's literally what I was and thinking in my head. And here's the crazy thing. If, if that were to happen two, three months ago. It would have been that big Fine. of a situation. Yep. It's because of this whole thing of social distancing, which we need to do. It's playing with our minds, isn't it? A hundred percent. I told, I came home and told you, I felt so bad. 
And I literally felt like I was in an episode of The Walking Dead. Like he was a walker. And if you guys don't know what The Walking Dead episode is, they call walkers like zombies. And the zombies can bite you and they will basically so you, you gotta, die yeah, so you and gotta you stay turn away. into a zombie. You got to stay away. They can't touch you. And if they touch you, you're going to turn too. And that's like what it's like right now in America. Right. It's like if I see a stranger or a person, I'm like, don't touch me because then you'll make me turn into a zombie like you. It, it's, it's, I don't know, man. Like I, I am tripping right now in my head i was i got a few more stories too i'm gonna share later on but it's it's crazy because playing games with my head like i'm almost to the point where i'm afraid of people people it's crazy like are am i the only one that's going through this like is there anyone else out there that's listening to this right now and you're thinking man i went to the store the grocery store and i and the person behind me was standing three feet away and like you like you find yourself calculating you're <laughs> like, like i feel, you breathing. You're I feel like close. you're three feet away from me and this is not i just got the covid just right now <laughs> i got the covid it's, anybody sneezes or coughs right now it's majorly allergy season but right now that if you sneeze it's the covid you got straight up. It's you, the corona. You, you got the Rona. You got the Rona. So today we're going to be talking about kind of what we're doing for us in our house to keep our sanity when it comes to social distancing, because it's very important, um, mainly because we want to stay alive, but because we want to stop the spread, because that's what's very important. Stop the right. spread. And who knows who really has it? Um, and then we have kids. We have children. And it's our responsibility to not interact with people because we don't know who has it. We don't know if we have it. And um, and so it's very important to stay home and practice social distancing, which has been very hard because this household, like we're a combination of extroverts and introverts, and we do like interaction with people. Yesterday was my birthday, and we literally had um, a, a Zoom meeting <laughs> with a bunch of friends, and just we all just hanging out we on did. video, and that filled up our tank. And so we're going to be talking about that today, social distancing, what we're doing in our house to keep our sanity, to keep our minds right, to do it the right way, um, practice social distance, staying home, good hygiene. So if you guys are ready, let's, let's dig. dig. Thank you for tuning in to the Let's Dig podcast, where Pierre and Danny Lee invite you into their personal conversation. Listen to them dig deep to bring you hope, inspiration, and valuable tools to equip your goals. Learn ways to think beyond your current situation and help make steps towards a life you haven't even dreamed of. We all don't have it figured out, but as they dig, you'll dig with them and find some of your own gems along the way. So here are your hosts of Let's Dig, A few days ago, I went on a grocery run and the kids have been staying home. So Pierre was home with the kids. And I think it had just been a few days after, um, I believe it was the mayor who said that Los Angeles people should wear face masks to help prevent the spreading more of the coronavirus. And man, I have to tell you, when I went into the grocery store, I just had my list. I was doing my thing, going to go home. And for me, I'm a Midwest girl and social interaction is such a big thing. And when I was in the grocery store, babe, like it was so sad to me, like just the overall thing of people. And you know why it was so sad? Because everyone was wearing masks and you couldn't see their smiles. 
Right. There was no warmness to people. There was no, hi, how are you? Like people didn't interact. People didn't smile. People didn't like say thank you. Everyone, like we were saying, everyone is so afraid of the other person, so scared of them, so terrified of this germ that will the like will move from person to person, this virus that could either a hundred percent not affect you and you could be asymptomatic or it could literally kill you yeah. one extreme or the other. You don't know. Then you could be carrying it and not know. And people are so afraid of people that it was just so cold to me. Babe. Yo, it's, it was really it's sad. wild. And it's tough sometimes to find the balance because yeah. we need to be, we, we need to do this, right? Right. It's this so is what's important. gonna. It's what you know, saves people, right? It's it's what we're calling it now. You know, flatten the curve. You know, right. it's it's what's gonna keep this virus from spreading. But I'm afraid that it's gonna play with our minds. You know, there's there's a chance that this is the time in history where handshakes may completely go away. I've heard people say that. They're like, I'd be fine if we don't shake hands anymore. And I'm like, which I'm bursting fine with not shaking hands. That's, that's the irony of all of this, of, of me being scared of the homeless man, of being sad at the grocery store because no one's smiling, but scared of people. I'm a hugger. Like I want to hug everyone. And this whole social distancing thing, as important as it is, it's literally tripped me out to where I'm terrified of people. Yeah, you're you're afraid of people, even neighbors, people that you'd be like, hey, how are you? Like you find yourself not even wanting to talk to someone. Yeah. Cause you're just like, I don't know, like like you got the Rona or not? Nah. Like what like it what's just going messes on? With your head. And honestly, I think that there will be a really big amount of people who have to go to therapy or f- find counseling. I can't imagine how many germaphobes are really going to come out of this because you're living constantly in this moment of, did I touch the doorknob? Did I touch my phone? But then I touched my face. But did I wash my hands enough? Did I go to this? Did I do that? Like, it's just, it's a crazy cycle. And the hard part is, is that you can't turn it off. You can't just think, oh, it doesn't matter. It does matter. You have to do as whatever you can. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, some of us, a lot of people will have to go to therapy because it is... Uh, a high level of fear actually yeah it's you're afraid you like like you're you're afraid to touch any doorknob and if you touch any doorknob you think boom that's it i got it right there and some people are getting so crazy with it and you're probably listening to this right now probably squirming because you're like okay that's us you know well you know what at the end of the day i'm gonna say do whatever you need to do to survive i heard that's someone what say I'm the other day do that. whatever makes you feel safe and that's and exactly that what i believe so great. yeah i believe the same thing you know i might be sitting here on this microphone and you might hear me teasing poking making some jokes here and there but at the end of the day i'm gonna cover it up and i'm gonna say whatever you think is gonna make you feel safe whatever is gonna help you sleep at night literally and i don't mean that in a slick like in a slick way right whatever is gonna help you sleep at night knowing that you did the best you could do to to keep yourself safe, your household safe, your family safe, do that. Right. But for us, we're trying to figure out, okay, what's that balance? Because let's be real. Okay. When I leave this apartment 
building right now, I touched about two, three doors. Yeah, I can have a glove, but the glove's what? It's going to have a germ. Right. I'm touching my doorknob. I'm touching the elevator. I'm touching my phone. Let's be honest. How many times are we really wiping our phone? I'm touching my keys. Now, my keys, I go into the store. I'm holding the, the card and then my keys and then my wallet it and then my card. Ends. So it's like there has to be a moment where I just tell myself, I'm going to do the best I can, but I can't go crazy over this. Right. I can't wipe down my keys. I can't wipe down my debit card, my wallet, my, my phone and every single moment. some people can and some people do and that's their way of feeling very safe and they're really vigilant about wiping everything down. But how and do you- sometimes I wish that I was that more person more. Like I wish I was more vigilant, but I can't be more vigilant without losing my sanity, yeah. honestly. And it's us being like so um, like proactive of trying, like every time we wash our hands all the time in this house, like we're yeah. washing our hands and going through hand soap like crazy. We're trying our best and that's what we're doing. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like I should be trying more, but it will literally make me lose my mind. And that's just, and here's the crazy thing of all this. It is proven that stress, anxiety, depression, all right. that stuff will weaken your immune system. How crazy would it be that you're getting so stressed out? And, and, I, and I'm not talking about to you, just hypothetically speaking, or to anyone that's listening right now, how crazy would it be that all this is stressing you out to the point where that's what made you sick? It wasn't this virus. It was the stress of trying to feel like you're not doing enough, you know, and I want to encourage someone like do your best, do your best, you know, obviously stay home because that's what they're saying. Stay home, quarantine yourself, self-quarantine yourself. And you know what? I'm going to take a moment right now to say if you're listening to this right now and you know that you have been in um, in any close proximity or interaction with someone that does have the virus, it is your responsibility yeah. To be home, stay home and keep that to yourself. It is a selfish move to say, well, I just can't stay home anymore. I got to go out. That is selfish. You know, I heard the story of the man and some of you guys heard the story. The guy that um, had had um, the coronavirus and his wife was in labor and he wanted to go to the hospital oh. to see to see his his wife give birth. And um, I remember when Dan Lee told, told me the story. And, you know, this is the difference between our personality because you because you have so much sympathy or empathy, like you're able right. to feel his pain. And when he shared the story, basically for those of you that don't know the story, the guy had the coronavirus and he lied about having it, lied about being in any type of he you know, lied interaction, about his symptoms. all of it, the symptoms, just so that he can be in the labor room and see his wife give birth to their child. And then later on, they found out that he actually had the coronavirus. So that's the but story. But he didn't find out till the wife started showing symptoms. Right. So she started getting sick. And when they started asking questions, that's when he said he had had symptoms. And so I believe the dad had it, uh, possibly, probably the mom. And then they didn't say whether the baby had it or not. And here's what's crazy is right when Danny Lee told me the story, the first thing you said was, babe, oh my gosh, how sad is that? And my first response was, that's not sad at all. And what did I say? You said that's selfish. That's selfish. Like... I get it. You want to see your wife give birth, but that's selfish, man. That's selfish like that you would put 
everyone in the hospital at right. risk. It is selfish. Your wife at risk, your baby at risk, just because you want to see this baby give birth. And someone might argue and say, well, you won't understand because the baby... Well, uh, and well, that's why I said it was sad because he had to make the decision at all. And it that's was sad for him to even have to make was that a, choice. And that's what I'm saying about the whole social distancing, you know, staying home. You know, we got to get over ourselves. That's true. In order to flatten this curve, in order to stop the spread. And I'm saying this and... For those of you that know me, you know, I don't like being home. I'm all about being outside. I'm always on my bike. I want to hang out with people. Like if I'm going to work, I like to work. That's why we like to live in, in a city area. I want to work to the, I want to go to the nearest Starbucks and work where the most people is. So, yep. so I'm going to sit here and defend all the people that like to go outside and say, trust me, I am with you. I like to go outside every day. I feel like these walls are closing in on me yeah. every single day. But at the end of the day, I have to get over myself and understand that it's not about me anymore. I have to do what's best to flatten this curve, to stop the spread, take care of my family so that we can go on with our lives. And that's where we got to find that balance. And this social distancing thing has been really cool, too. But for someone that likes to go outside, I'm going to confess right now and say it's been nice being away from people. And I am afraid that I'm going to get used to it. Mm, That's valid. I'm afraid I'm going to get used to it. I'm afraid that when this whole thing is over, I'm going to invite to parties and hangouts and sessions. I mean, like, ah, I'm good. Yo, hey, man, we're gonna, all going to go hang out. Ah, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm chill. <laughs> it's like it's turning you into a homebody. Yeah, it's, it's it, it could potentially ruin us. Yo, this is crazy. Speaking of ruining us, there has been something that said that uh, divorce rates are up by 50%. Since quarantine started, and I do think it's a thing about relationships too, whether it's for a marriage, whether it's for siblings, whether it's for anything like you really decide whether it makes or breaks you. And it has challenged our marriage and our relationship. It is really, you know, whether it's the anxiety of how one person handles it, whether it's the stress of something else, it's income. There's so many factors that come in with this with these two words of social distancing. There's so many factors that come into it. It affects our jobs. It affects weddings and funerals. It affects, you know, I am a service provider. I'm a hairstylist. It affects hairstylists and nail techs. Like there's so many things that it affects. And so for us, we had to make the decision of like, no, this is going to make us, we're going to make this work. We're going to dig deep and figure out what works for us and settle into this new yeah. normal and make it the best that we can. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's hard, man. The other day I had, I got called from, um, one of the artists that I work with, um, Israel Houghton. Most of you guys already know that I'm a music director, uh, with Israel Houghton and New Breed and I like to travel with them and I love, I love what I do in the last few months. We've stopped doing that and we actually, um, had a vocal s- session set up to, to, to do at his warehouse and we got there and him and his wife, Adrian Bailon, we showed up there and the three of us was all like, 15 feet away from each other like hey what's up how's it going we got a mask on our gloves hey what's up we're gonna go right over here he's unlocking the door i'm standing over here 10 feet back she's like hey how are (laughs) you and so it was awkward for the first few minutes but after being in that warehouse room studio room and we're recording and we're working we're there and after an hour 
we just got used to the distance. I'm so sad. I'm literally telling you, we got used to the distance. It was just like, even saying bye, there's no fist bumps, no elbow bumps, no waves. It was okay. It was okay. It was okay. And that's crazy. And that makes me want to cry. I know. And, and the crazy thing is, we that's what we had to do. We right. had to do to keep each other safe because yeah, we course. care for each other. We had to do that. But I'm driving home and I'm driving home and I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, that was crazy. It got comfortable to the point where it's like I was okay with no hugs, no fist bumps, nothing. nothing. Even saying bye was like from car to car. We're like, all right, see you guys later. Bye. Yeah. I'm, I'm over here tripping. And it's it's crazy, man. What, 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 what kind of world is this going to be after this whole social distancing thing, man? Um, And I don't know, man. I think something that we could all do to help with that. Um, this is just an encouragement, something that I've been doing. I want to encourage you guys to do the same thing is set a goal for each day, set a goal each day to say, yeah. Hey, I'm going to do a video FaceTime or WhatsApp or zoom or Skype or whatever it is that you do. Um, a video call, one video call a day, at least one a day, you know, yeah. um, I video called my sister the other day or my dad the other day, or just a friend. Now, whenever I'm thinking of a friend right now in this moment, before I shoot them a text, I'm just going to FaceTime them. Right. Like instantly, I'm just gonna FaceTime them. Yesterday for my birthday, I had several people just FaceTime me. Few of them, I were a few of them, I was able to pick up. The other few, I wasn't able to pick up. One specifically, I couldn't, I wasn't able to pick up because I was in the bathroom taking a dump, butt oh naked. Oh my gosh! I didn't have no clothes on it. I thought that would have been disrespectful. <laughs> um, so you're welcome, bro. Um, so <laughs> yeah, but I would, I would tell you guys, set one goal a day to say, hey, I'm gonna do face to face with someone. Um, no. And and have no motives, not no motives. Right. Just someone you just want to see their face. Just Literally, have a conversation. Just have a regular conversation. It really and does see help. their face. It helps so much. And honestly, remember I was saying the other day about how it's so ironic that if we were able to go all out with our friends and all sit at a table at a restaurant and have food, seventy five to ninety percent of us would be on our phones not giving attention to the people that are in front of us. And now we're on the flip. Now we're not able to sit at a restaurant with our friends. We're not able to see them face to face. And now we are literally dependent on our phones to keep us connected, even though we're disconnected. Right. It's so ironic that it's literally flipped. And now, you know, our phones used to be such um a distraction. It would be such a negative thing. Like, hey, right. get off your phone. Just spend time with who's in front of you right now. And now it's the opposite. Now we don't have anyone in front of us. And we have to use our phones to stay connected so that people can, you know, not get into a depression. Like, it makes such a difference to just hear someone else's voice or know that someone else is having a hard time with it too. And just to connect with them, like you're saying, do a FaceTime. It makes such a difference in people. I know, especially for our parents like they're missing their grandkids both of our parents were supposed to come out and see brooklyn after she was born right and it makes grandparents so happy to see their grandkids on facetime i even want to have jordan call my parents and read a book to them because now we're homeschooling at home and they miss him they were supposed to be out here and so this week i'm actually gonna have jordan call them and read a book my parents will love that and obviously 
they don't have anything else to do. They're just right. sitting around doing nothing. Right. They'd be so happy to just sit there and listen to their grandson read a book to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing for me, I would um, suggest and challenge everyone that's listening to this right now. This is something that I do. And again, just to let you guys know, like I wouldn't encourage or challenge you guys to do anything that I'm not doing. Um, I think it's easier for us to grow together when we're all doing the same thing and, and pushing down that same road. And so talking about social distancing, you know, I think about that word just social. And every time I hear the word social, I think of social media. I know for right. you guys too. And what I've been doing now when it comes to social media is I'm working really hard to practice good habits and be very intentional about my interaction on social media. And I would encourage you guys to do the same thing. You know, when you're scrolling down Instagram or Facebook, I want to encourage you guys to make those scrolls, make them um, intentional. Make them intentional. Don't just keep going. Don't go. I know some of y'all go super fast. Danley, she does it fast too, like <laughs> fast and just waits for her eye to catch something like really good. Like you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you see something, you stop it with your finger, you scroll real quick. And if it, and if you like it, you stop. You look through the whole picture. You read all the words that's in the description. You read the comments. You tap it one time to see who's tagged in it. After all that, then you decide whether you're willing to donate a double tap. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I'm a liker. I like everybody's posts. And if I scroll by someone's and I didn't like it, sometimes I'll feel guilty and I go back and yeah. like it because I'm like, oh, they deserve to like and I'll go back and like it. Anyways, social distancing for me um, in this time, honestly, I, this is more time that we've been home together ever and I am working my butt off to really just make sure that I have no regrets about this time. I don't want the world to go back to normal in however many weeks and look back and be like, man, I wish I could get another month at home with just my family doing what we did and wish I could do it differently. So I have been working my booty off on cooking. Um, now I'm teaching Jordan his schoolwork because the school is out for the rest of the year. Um, I'm working on some stuff on social media. I'm working on stuff for the podcast. I'm taking care of a newborn. Like I'm trying to work out. There's just a lot of things that I'm just really trying to soak up this time. So while you're social distancing, um, make the most of this time. Make sure that you can look back on this time and not wish that you would have done it differently. Um, and I'm the same as you, babe, like calling people, checking up on people. I'm always sending text messages or phone calls and saying, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Hey, are you okay today? Like this is a mental battle. It is something that it really affects your mental health. People stuck inside the house can get so depressed so easily. And I'm not going to lie, for the first week of the social distancing thing, it was a battle for me. I really did have to fight hard to not get into that depressed feeling um, because it does make me sad to be home. It does make me sad to be without people. And so check on your friends check on your friends, check on your friends, make sure they're okay and be that person for them uh, to let them know you're thinking about them, that they're strong, that they can do this. Um, and by doing this social distancing, this is how we get back to normal life. This is how we protect the older people that are our grandparents and our parents. This is how we protect people who have um, the immune systems that are compromised and people who are fighting cancer. And this is how we protect our babies is we flatten the curve and we stay home. So 
That's just how we're handling over here in our household. Um, we want to hear from you guys. We want to know what are you guys doing to flatten the curve? What are things that are helping you stay focused when you are at home? Um, and what good Netflix shows are you watching when you're flattening the curve and staying at home? But we love y'all. Um, stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Wash your hands and stay home. We love y'all. Peace. You've been listening to Let's Dig, the podcast. If you've enjoyed today, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share this episode. Also, Pierre and Danny Lee would love to hear from you. Find them on all social media platforms at Let's Dig, the podcast. Thanks for digging with us. We'll see you next time. Thank you.